That was good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Riggles Picks. I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. Friends, it is hot out of the gates. <laughs> Why? Because we got Chan in the house, but look who's back, everybody. Oh, dang. What's up, guys? Hey, Gary! <laughs> and he's kind of sober. I know. Kind of. It's because it's 8 a.m. Yeah. So he's well, just starting. He's, just, yeah. he's like, what, he probably six cocktails in? Probably just still a little drunk from last night right here. <laughs> well, it was Easter. <laughs> yeah, last night was Easter. The best thing, for people who are, are late arrivals uh, to Riggles Pick, <laughs> Gary's not a drunk, but we like to accuse him of being uh, one. That's your opinion. I've seen him <laughs> twice, and I just walked in, so... You can draw um, your own conclusion. We hope he's not because he's about to have a kid. Uh, looks like he's going to have a boy. Um, I looked at the sonogram. I'm not trained in this stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> but I think it's a boy. Uh, and that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, or a so, thumb. Or it know, has th- two really big thumbs. Yeah, two giant thumbs. <laughs> um, three. Sorry, three giant thumbs. Um, Way to go, Gare. So anyway, uh, we were asking, you know, what are you going to name? What are you going to name? And he won't tell us because he's wise. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, your you never, you never tell people what you're going to, what you're thinking about naming your child because then if you say, well, we're thinking about Randy, and they go, oh, Randy, really? Oh, you know what rhymes with Randy? Yeah. They're just going to call him a sex pot. <laughs> he's so Randy. <laughs> or whatever name you come up with, they're going to be like, oh, oh yeah, no, oh, I, name no it's a good name. Travis, good name. Randy Travis. Is that why? <laughs> Big fan? <laughs> yeah, people have so many ideas. I love that song, man. 1987, all man. Man, that's a good Randy For, Travis. I mean, that that's good? a forever and ever No, name. it has nothing to do with That's a family name. Well, whatever. You should name Randy Travis. <laughs> yeah, and or name him after me, Chuck. <laughs> it's a great name. I grew up about with it. If you could change your name to any name... <laughs> What would what would what would you change it to? Oh man, probably uh, Riggle. That'd be a great it. name. You'd write about that. Yeah, you're right about then that. People would know that this was my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Yeah. That's the only reason you changed. I try it. to tell people that it is named after me, but it's just a you know, it's more of a biblical name. I was supposed to be named Shauna after Sean Connery. Uh, yeah, really? I know it's gonna be named after Sean, Sean Connery. Yes, because my mom loves Sean Connery, and then yeah, Shauna Tiana. Shauna Tiana. I didn't even think about that. Well, now that's what it is. So congratulations, we were legally changing your name to Shauna Tiana. It's gonna be Sean if I was a boy, and uh, Shauna if I was a girl. And then I came out. And my mom was like, "She doesn't look like a Shauna." I mean. What are you going to, I mean. What, what does a Shauna look like? A, I know, I don't on know. a stripper pole? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I think just a hero. So she was like, she doesn't look like she's going to save the world. <laughs> like James Bond. <laughs> like, forget it. She doesn't have any 007 qualities. <laughs> no. She will name her after Sarah in the Bible because she didn't get married or have a baby until she was 80. So <laughs> we'll make sure that goes down. <laughs> we'll make, she looks much more like that. Are you blaming, are you putting all, you, you putting all this evil, you say all that evil is all Ricky? Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Uh, no. I swear to God. <laughs> my mom changed it when I was born. Oh, my yeah. God. Were you supposed to have... Was that always going to be your name? My name? Yeah. No. No kidding. <laughs> this was no... This is how close... Uh, so, obviously, my name is Rob, mm-hmm. but... Um, oh, good to know. <laughs> you know what? My, I was dangerously close to being called Forrest. Forrest. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine if when Forrest Gump came out, if your name was Forrest? I would have just had to change it to Bob <laughs> yeah. at that point. <laughs> Forrest? 
Well, it's a family name. Okay. It's a family name. It goes way back. And uh, they they really debated it. And then cooler heads prevailed. <laughs> Thank God. Meaning who? Your sister? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> No, um, we want to call him Pizza. Well, I that's think, on the but floor. like, I, I hear names like Tiger Woods. You know, like that's just an yeah. amazing name. Yeah. And if I could change my name, I would change it to something baller, <laughs> yeah. like that. That had some fucking stank on it. My friend, uh, who was like the quarterback in our uh, in the high in our rival high school, uh, his last name is Bryant, and he named his son Blade. Yeah. Yeah. See, like. That's okay. That's what I think. That's in the realm of what I'm talking about. I think I would be Blade or Gunner. <laughs> Gunner is definitely a name you would give yourself, <laughs> right? Gunner. Gunner. That would be my middle name. <laughs> you can still change it. I mean, you have the power. Like something like Thunder Smack. <laughs> I just changed my name to Heaven. <laughs> heaven. Oh, Heavenly. Heavenly yeah. Tiana. Butter Heaven. <laughs> Butter. Butter's a probably better name for me. Have you guys met my, my boyfriend, Thundersmack, Butter Gunner? <laughs> Riggle. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> my, my sister is naming her daughter Eleanor Faith, and... It's a beautiful name, uh-huh. and she's named after my grandmother, who turned 94 yesterday. Oh, nice. And no one is more upset about it than my grandmother. <laughs> uh, why would anybody want to be called that? I hate that name. <laughs> We're like, Nana, yeah. like an homage to you. I don't like it. I'm like, great. <laughs> she's not going to hold the baby now. <laughs> great. Uh, uh. Yeah. I know. I know. Eleanor Faith. Yes, yeah, the second Eleanor now because... Uh, That's actually a, kind of an elegant name. It's, it's really, so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's a great, great choice yeah. on my sister's part. And I'm just, and like our other baby cousin who had her first birthday yesterday, her name is Hattie Eleanor. Nice. Yeah. Also so nice. Another- Eleanor. Now, do you go Ellie for short? I'm in a, yes. Yeah. My sister says no, but my myself and my sister's other daughter Beatrice. Uh, we've already Ellie, decided. Ellie Faith is sweet. What a great name! What a great name! It sounds super I would, if, southern if I too. Would, if I knew someone Ellie named Eleanor Faith or Ellie Faith, mm-hmm. I would call them Ellie Faith. I yeah. couldn't just call them Ellie. No, I know Ellie Faith. Ellie Faith. That's a great name. It yeah, is. I'm. Yeah, we're pretty excited. It was a very interesting birthday party yesterday for my grandmother and the one year old, a 94 year old and a one year old joint birthday on Easter. My grandmother was not into it. Uh. She's not into birthdays or parties or gifts or. Gary, if you had to change your name, would you just change it to Bob? Uh, I, well, when you were bringing it up, I was thinking more something like Governor. Like, you know, um, I was almost named if I was a girl. I was almost named Sydney, and then my parents bought a dog and named it that. Oh, nice! <laughs> you got trumped. Dogs here first. Yeah, so. dog one out. Yeah, and you also were born with a penis. Thank God <laughs> for you, Sydney. Well, boys are named Sydney, right? I mean, Cros- sort of Crosby. <laughs> Not good ones. Not good ones. No good ones yeah. are named that. If there are any Sydneys out there listening, change your name. <laughs> Yeah. Where's the button? Where's the button? All the Sydneys. Well, that'll be enough of that, sir. <laughs> just all of a sudden. <laughs> just Yeah. Yeah, just forget it. I love it. Well, for all all 17 Sydneys we just lost. I apologize. <laughs> 
What'd you do for Easter yesterday? Uh, my huge. Uh, <laughs> I, I got shirtless, went down to Venice Beach, <laughs> worked out. <laughs> yeah. That's just a Sunday. <laughs> I know. But yesterday was the Lord's Day. It That's was Easter. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I said a prayer on the way to Venice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, You're let like, me get my max today, God. Guess whose guns have risen today? <laughs> Got two of them right here, a left and a right. Pow, pow. Um, I did nothing. I went to Easter brunch. Oh, that's with nice. With the family. And we um, we actually had a really, uh, it was a very cool family day. We, we, uh, we went to brunch and kind of just had fun. And then we came home and played cards. Oh. All afternoon, and we had like the, had the golf match on the the you know on the TV, just kind of you know white noise in the mm-hmm. background, and we played this new game, Phase Ten. Right oh, I there. love that game! And we had so much fun, yeah. and it you know it took like it took longer than I thought, but it didn't matter because we were all having so much fun. It was just the four of us, no televisions, no video games, mm-hmm. just us laughing and enjoying each other, and it was a it was like. The perfect day. Oh, you so. never get to do that kind I of know. stuff. That's I, so I, great. I definitely enjoyed it. So that was uh, that was good. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. So cute. And then and then we went out to a nice a really nice dinner last night. Wow. Yeah. So two out two two, bi- two meals out two meals. It was my it, it was Easter and it was my birthday. Oh, that's right. Yesterday. Oh my gosh. So that's why it was all family time and brunch and special dinners and so um, and mo- most of the time my birthdays are forgettable. <laughs> they really are, and that's okay. I don't put any stock in them. Uh, but yesterday was like super enjoyable, so I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Oh well, happy birthday! Yeah, well, My thanks. dad texted me that it was your birthday because he read about it in the Chattanooga Times. Jesus Christ! Yes, you were mentioned. Not- notable birthdays. You were one of the notable birthdays. <laughs> well, I, I share like... a birthday with the Queen <laughs> oh. of England. Oh, okay. I didn't and, know which Queen. Uh, and um, James McAvoy. Oh. And. Um, uh, some other people. <laughs> that girl. Oh, I'm blanking on her name. And I'm such a jerk. Uh, Sullivan Paris. from Mad TV. No, not Sarah. Oh, uh, yeah. Sullivan. Sullivan. Yes. Um, Why am I drawing a blank on her first name? I apologize, Miss Sullivan. Um, yeah, I uh, I want to say Ka- Katie, but I don't think th- I know that's not right. But yeah, someone look at it. It's um, Sullivan. I saw, I share a birthday with Michael Jordan. Nice. I know. I think that's the only reason my boyfriend loves me. And the only reason he remembers it, that's for sure. <laughs> he knew that. Like, Nicole, Nicole Sullivan. Sullivan. And I'm an ass yes. for forgetting that. Um, but oh, yeah. we share a birthday. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So So you had a good birthday. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. When my dad texted me, I was like, he doesn't know what he does. He's wrong. <laughs> I would know Riggle's birthday. <laughs> I definitely did not. Hey, and also this weekend... Because my birthday's on the 21st, uh, and the 20th is 420. Yes. Which, apparently, with the kids, is very popular because <laughs> they smoke marijuana grass. No. Yes, they do. On well, that day. Let's just, ask Chandler. Just on that day. Let's Chandler. ask Chandler. <laughs> do, do your friends call it marijuana grass? That's what it is. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's illegal marijuana grass. It's illegal grass. marijuana grass. But wait, they also drink alcohol beers on oh, Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 420. Are you a cop? <laughs> yeah. I got that so much on Saturday. <laughs> well, if anybody in here looks like a cop, it's you. 
It's not any of us, especially Gary with the shirt off. He doesn't give that cop. True vibe. story. True story. I when I was uh, um, a young young man back in Kansas City, uh, I, one of my my summer job um, was uh, I worked in this bag factory. It was the worst job I ever had. It was a painful, miserable existence. <laughs> bag. I worked in a bag factory. It was the summer before my freshman year in college. And, uh, you know, anyway, it was it was awful. It was the worst. But I gave this guy, his car broke down uh, after work, so I gave him a ride home. And we pull up to, uh, he goes, hey, do you mind if I stop in here real quick? I just want to go, uh, you know, grab something. And then uh, my, my apartment's just up the road a little further. I was like, sure, no problem. So I stop, and I'm sitting in the car. He gets out, goes, knocks on the door. They're having this conversation. He comes back and he's all pissed. And I'm like, "What's wrong?" And he goes, "Ah, he won't let me in. He thinks you're a cop." <laughs> <laughs> Even in, yeah. before college, you yeah, looked like a cop. Before college, I looked like Jeez. a cop. Yeah, apparently. Well, so it's it's just something that's been with me for for a long time. <laughs> so what can I say? How many cops have you played in movies? Several. I was gonna yeah. several. Well, let's see the movie. Let's be cops. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sight unseen. Um, the other guys. Uh, yeah, the other guys. Hangover. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah, quite there's, a bit. There's a couple out there. Yeah, and just life. Just li- Yeah, just apparently people <laughs> can't get into certain apartments. Remember when people would have that little blue light and they would put it in their car, like just as jokes and stuff? Yeah, that's like a federal offense. Yeah, I had. I, there were kids in my high school who had their cars outfitted with the lights and the grills and stuff and the PA systems, and they'd pull people over just to screw with them. But think, speaking of 420, you know what would be a great video bit? Is put Rob in full uniform and send him down to the Venice boardwalk and have him just go, hey! And super stone guys starting to realize that the guy from 22 Jump Street is <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Like, that would be brilliant video content. Also, though, in California, like, I don't think anybody, like, just cares. Uh, I mean, I, no offense, but. No, I agree with you, but I think if, of people of the right age, like, if you're high enough and you're my age or older, you'd, you'd have to think about that for a second. You're, we're, yeah. we're not past it. It would be a it would be a good right, mind scramble. Yeah. But I was I'd like to dress up as Buford T. Justice from Smokey <laughs> and the Bandit, and be like a Southern, like a Georgia sheriff. Hey, come over here. Yeah. Look here, son. Come here, and just really give him the old twang twang, but have on a total sheriff's outfit. <laughs> the twang twang. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah. The old twang twang. The old twang twang. Mm-hmm. Look here, son. Come here now. Look here. Can't be running about with no clothes on. You also sound like that rooster. The rooster cartoon. Foghorn Leghorn. Yes, Foghorn Leghorn. I say, I say, I say come here, yeah. boy. I want to talk to you. Why are you bogotting that marijuana stick? That marijuana grass. Yeah. So 420 uh, obviously was this weekend. And I know do? I'm looking around the room here and high, high, and high. <laughs> Everybody was high. Yeah. Y'all hippies. Bunch oh, of man. hippies out there partying with the grass. <laughs> I know how you kids do it. I was actually in San Francisco on 420, and now it makes a lot more sense why I smelled so much. <laughs> that whole town had to be just I high mean, as a kite. Yeah. I also was like, I had a show at this place called Piano Fight in San Francisco, and it's a really cool venue, but I didn't realize it's in the Tenderloin, which I guess is like a... Uh, the tenderloin. Yeah, which already sounds. Is that like a section of town? Yes. Oh, okay. Tenderloin, the tenderloin section, and I, I was walking from Bart to the venue, which was like 
three blocks and I was like scared for my life. I'm never nervous anywhere. And I was like, Ooh, there's just a lot of riffraff happening. Were they aggressive? Um, no, just about me buying shoes out of their car. That was more that, you know, like, you know, you don't, you, you know, I was like, I thought I had pretty cute shoes on, but apparently weren't, you know, you don't be caught dead in those shoes. I needed a size 11 (laughs) Air Max from their car. (laughs) I was like, uh, and then when I got there, I was like, Ooh, it's a little, and the guy goes first time at the tenderloin. And I go, Oh, that's where I am. Okay. Makes sense. (laughs) So it's just a section of San Fran then. And how did it get its name? Is it like a, like, like. Nobody knows. Probably like the meatpacking district yeah, in New in, York. Okay, that's what I was like, just going to say. Like that, that seems like what it yeah. stems from. There was definitely a lot of meat being thrown around. Wow. But wow, <laughs> more man meat. Yeah. Than anything, and just like a little creepy. Where I was like, I think I'll walk a different direction back to the train. <laughs> you know, yeah. Bart is already a little sketchy sometimes. Oh. Bay Area Rapid Transit. I always, uh, I've like grown up riding BART, you know, when I would go visit my family. I didn't know what that stood for. Now I do. Thank you. Yes. Bay Area Rapid Transport. I know. I was hoping that I would see Marshawn Lynch on the train because he notoriously it would take the train home from games when he played for the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. And people would like recognize him and he's just like, whatever, you know, he's just Marshawn. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, just going home. <laughs> like not even a care like no, i'll just take the train it's like more convenient yeah, it's better so for much the environment. It's so much don't have to think about it <laughs> just so much sit here and eat my skittles on the train oh my god mm-hmm. was, well so anyway good weekend great weekend yeah good week right yeah, was, and uh a lot of uh, a lot of cool things uh, yeah happened. i was up in northern california with my family uh for the holiday my mom was in town visiting so she says hello oh nice you know <laughs> sue says hello and uh And I had a a charity show on Friday night up there at this place called Altamont Beer Works. It's like a local brewery in Livermore, California. And we did a fundraiser for Guide Dogs for the Blind because that's my family's worked for that organization for many, many years. Nice. So it was really uh, like 175 people came out and just a packed place. They gave me lots of swag and I had some other great comics on the show. It was really fun. I saw your pictures. That swag's cool. Yeah. They have a cool logo and like that's they have good stuff up there. Yeah, they had re- and they had really good beer. Now you said like- Altamont was Hell's Angels doing security? <laughs> Altamont, what is that? I don't even know what that name is. Gary, help me out with it. We got to educate these folks. <laughs> Altamont legendary concert. It was okay, so in the summer of 69 Woodstock happens, mm-hmm. right? Such a success, peace, love, you know, it really the summer of that. Well, <laughs> they say the West Coast is like, well, we can do it too. So we're going to have a concert, um, and it's going to be out at Altamont. Remember the tragedy at Altamont? No. Never heard of this? No. So the Stones are headlining it. Oh, dear. And they hire the the Hells Angels to do security. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so the whole concert, this massive concert, well, they end up, Hells Angels ends up killing a guy. As they do, as they do, mm-hmm. um, and because they were they were heavy handed on their security, they made the cops look like <laughs> angels. <laughs> yeah, as you can imagine, <laughs> and so they killed a guy, and this this concert became a total nightmare because then they tried to sue the Stones, and people tried to, oh my gosh. people were wanting to arrest people, and this, that, and the other, and then the Hell's Angels started blaming other people, and then there were life threats, and oh, it was. Did you ever see uh, Cable Guy? Uh, yes. with, with Jim Carrey. Yes. Remember when he was getting ready to sing karaoke and he goes, the tragedy at Altamont. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember that's, that? That's, that's what he was referring to. That's what he was referring to. 
No, there weren't any Hells Angels at this Okay, place. I just wanted to ask. You said Altamont, it and that's was... the only thing I think about when I hear Altamont is... Okay, well, maybe they called it that because they wanted their beard to sound rugged. Uh, I don't the... blame them. That's a rugged beard. That's a rugged place. <laughs> they had this... I was like, I'm not really a beer drinker. I'm more of a whiskey girl. And they go, oh, we have a beer that we like uh, brew in barrel, whiskey barrels. And so I drank that, and it was amazing. Pretty good? Yeah, pretty yeah. good. A stout. Yeah, I've had yeah. This, uh, up in Montana. I had a beer up there that was like cold fusion something or other, but it was like mixed with bourbon or scotch mm-hmm. or you know something, and it was delicious. Yeah, it's good. Like cold have, brew or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what it was. They have coffee like that in uh, Kentucky that they will brew in like old um, bourbon barrels. All these mixologists have gone crazy. So smart. Yeah. It's good stuff, though. We're the beneficiary of <laughs> yeah. uh, good old-fashioned capitalism. All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, what's what's going on in the world, Chan? I know you, you got – we got a lot of viewer. We got a ton well, of listener mail, mm-hmm. and we got a lot of uh, some sports stuff going on. Well, um, obviously, mm-hmm. we did – did we talk about Tiger? Yeah, we talked about Tiger. We talk, talked about Tiger. Mm-hmm. Okay, so ty- <laughs> there's more though. Um, I don't think you guys did. You guys talk about the uh, the guy who bet eighty for the day trader who bet eighty five thousand dollars on him. I heard about this, this yeah, yeah, but one point two million and claims he's never made a sports bet or never made a golf bet before. But he he went eighty five large. Yeah. on Tiger to win. Now, if you've never made a sports bet, I I'm I, <laughs> I, know. I I'm a pretty reasonable guy. I go to Vegas. I'll. I'm, I mean, maxed out. I go like a hundred bucks. I know, totally. Okay? I don't think I've ever bet more than that. I mean, I, and these are teams I love. Yeah. You know, these are like my, <laughs> these are my Chiefs and my Royals and my Jayhawks. I, you know, I'll put a hundo down on them mm-hmm. uh, whenever I'm in town. This guy put eighty-five large. <laughs> like, I like that you call it large. Well, shit. That's a, that's a, that's the lingo. Yeah, that's, that's what the kids. That's say, just I guess. street talk. It's street talk <laughs> again. I got my finger on the pulse, but. 85, 85 large is a big chunk of money. That's a that's a really fancy car. That's a that's yeah. a vacation for you and your extended family. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just it's like one trip to Disneyland. It's, yeah, that's well an afternoon. <laughs> yes, it's like a half Not a whole day, a half yeah. day ticket mm-hmm. at Disneyland <laughs> for like you. <laughs> one single rider. <laughs> That hurts, but Rob. so if that's his first bet, like he went out of the gates hot. Well, they said also that this is that w- it was the the biggest hit that uh, gambling has ever has ever. Um, I guess it's the biggest hit that the sports books have ever had was because so many people bet on Tiger just because they liked him. Yeah, and I guess like a week before the Masters, he was getting. 8 to 1 or 14 to 1 or something and that number started going down throughout the week especially once Thursday started uh-huh. and so and people were just betting on Tiger like every day and like yeah we just want him to win like nobody really bets on on like with their um, heart yeah people bet with like logistics or stats sure. or you know and so it was a huge hit for the casino I mean I'm sure the casinos will be okay yeah I have a feeling they'll survive <laughs> But you're right. I'm sure that that was uh, something they're not used to, which is getting their ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> no, and like he for- put down 85k and he got 1.2 mil back. God. Now the government's going to come in and take half of that because that's that's what they that's do. That's what they do. 
but, but still, it is Trump, so he likes golf, so maybe he'll let it slide <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Only if you spend it in Mar- Key, Go- Key Largo or whatever. Yeah, Mar- Largo. <laughs> Key Largo. Same thing. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's down in Florida. Yeah. Um, Did you guys hear about the other sports books taking a beating thing that happened last week? No. What's up? Uh, DirecTV Now accidentally released Game of Thrones like eight hours early, and people figured out who spoke first and went and just crushed the sports books because there was a prop bet on who was going to speak first in season eight. So uh, apparently all these sports books just got crushed. And it was because it was a prop bet, there was limits on how much you could do, but like they had a ton of people like do it. hit them for the limit. Yeah, you know, I I always Whoa, wondered about smart. stuff like that where there's insider. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there could be an inside track on that. Now, maybe it's not epidemic, but it, you could. There's certain things. Well, yeah, you could. Like, I always think about that with the Super Bowl when it's all those other, be- like how long the national anthem is going to be or what the first song is yeah. that the halftime show because people are watching those yeah, the rehearsals. rehearsals. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, oh, I should get in on this, but I never do. That's too lazy. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah somebody actually, somebody. Uh, well, I won't go into that whole story. Anyway, it was. I was also in. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, like, so, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, my, I have a friend uh, is in Maroon Five, and they did the Super Bowl show last year. And uh, somebody called me and said, "Can you find out?" If and I was like, "No, I'm not going to do that." So I'm just not going to do that. No. So I didn't. But um, so. It, no, I, I didn't even do that. But I just, I remember thinking that's, oh yeah, that's how you, people mm-hmm. can probably circumnavigate the system a little bit on that. Yeah. But I just didn't want to do it because I, these are friends and I don't know, it just seemed gross and seemed wrong and <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah. But next year, if you know the Super Bowl, if you don't mind just sharing with me, you can just pass a note. <laughs> you don't have to say it out loud. If you don't mind helping me win $50. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just write, just it's really write, important. Write it on the sidewalk. Nobody has to know it was you. Just get, rent one of those little planes and fly it around my <laughs> neighborhood. I was in uh, Florida last week as well. I was in Naples doing a show on Wednesday, and that was right after Tampa Bay got swept in the NHL playoffs, oh, which yeah. was like shocking, shocking. Uh, and I was swept, swept the, the like the President's Trophy went like the best team in the league all season. Nobody saw that coming, and. Wow. That's just, I mean, what, how do you not show up for four games? Yeah. I mean, and then one of their best players was um, suspended for games three or four or maybe both uh, for a, a high hit, a head hit that was just completely unnecessary. But they were clearly playing, you know, haphazardly because they were so worried about losing, which they ended up doing anyway because they set themselves up for it. So I'm, uh, I'm going to Nashville uh, tomorrow, and so I'm really hoping that the Predators win tonight, so that they force oh. a game seven. And oh, that'll be the energy in that oh city will be God. fantastic. I would love being in cities when uh, their teams are playing in the playoffs, or or in a game seven, or in a Super Bowl, or a playoff game, or because the energy in the city is palpable. And if the if they win. Uh, it's so much fun. So much it's fun. It's so much fun. I always thought if I was like ever had like crazy money mm-hmm. and was like a multi, multi, multi millionaire, had a plane, mm-hmm. that I would always just wait to see what city won <laughs> the Super Bowl <laughs> and go like, we're flying to Boston. Yeah. You know, or we're flying to, and just go to that city that night. 
because it'll be so much fun. Oh, just to be in the city when yeah. uh, it's that kind of sports atmosphere, and especially in Nashville because Bridgestone Arena is right on Broadway. It's like uh-huh. in the middle of the heart, like of the busiest part of the town, and they they throw a whole party outside. So there's people watching it outside the arena and yes. inside the arena, yes. and everyone's just so excited and the predators are just such a fun team to watch uh-huh. anyway and you know when i i filmed my pilot there a few years ago bennett was the head writer mm-hmm. and we had this other writer named kevin skeeney who wrote on the show and he had this idea that we were going to try to do because pk Supan had just signed for uh signed with the predators and he wanted to do it we, he he we were going to have him put on his predators uniform and go door to door since he was new in town and introduce himself as a predator <laughs> Love it. <laughs> just let everybody know he just moved there. I have to introduce myself as a predator <laughs> and just see what people did. It was such a great uh, that's idea. That's a great bit. It's that's a great, great. That's a great bit. Yeah, yeah. And PK was super into it, but his schedule didn't allow for it, and we couldn't end up doing it. But one day I'm going to do that bit with whoever moves there. For sure. You have to. For sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's run through. We're just going to go through some headlines so people, when you're, you know, when you're at the office. And people are talking sports. You don't feel like a total douchebag because you don't know anything. <laughs> so the Seahawks have a quarterback. His name's Russell Wilson. He is hmm. not only a great quarterback, he's a great human being. Yes. Um, and he just reached a four-year contract with the Seahawks for $140 million, uh, making him the highest-paid player in the NFL. Good for him, man. So I'm happy for him. Uh, because, he, like I said, he is he is amazing on the field and off the field. He's a He's a pretty special guy he's an upstanding guy yeah. although he keeps uh putting out these new videos uh like yesterday he put out a video of him and like sierra was like braiding his hair and he was talking into the camera and he was using a whole different voice than i've ever heard russell wilson use and a lot of people like bowman bomani don't like a lot of other black guys were giving him grief because he was like all of a sudden it was like this new persona of a person what, what can you describe it was he like being aggressive was he being it was, street yeah real street okay where you're just like mm, i've never heard russell wilson speak like this okay. you know so i don't know if it was just like in the moment getting my hair braided yeah. or what but he caught a lot of flack online That's yesterday interesting. but whatever he got paid yeah. good for him he yeah. should get paid he's like he is uh the face of that franchise and you can talk however you want in this country if you want to talk street and tough i like to talk twangy sometimes <laughs> You like to sound like a well, like a twang uh, twang. Like I, like a, to, I like to twang it. A Warner Brothers cartoon yeah. character. I like to sound like Foghorn Leghorn sometimes. <laughs> well, I mean, as somebody that's whose accent comes out really strongly when they're on stage or when I got a, a whiskey in me, I totally understand. <laughs> you know, thank you. In the moment, thank nobody you. else is talking to you. Also, Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> yes. Gronk, Gronk, who is uh, retired now, yes, uh, but was a probably a Hall of Fame. He'll probably be a Hall of Fame tight end. Um, had the Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> I don't know why he had the Lombardi. Yeah, the trophy. Lombardi Trophy. He and Edelman, and I guess they were at uh, Fenway Park. They apparently had all six of them out there. They basically had a bunch of uh, a bunch of Patriots together for this mm-hmm. big celebration they were going to do before a, a Red Sox game, yeah. and they handed out poor planning. But instead of right when they were walking out, about five minutes before they were going to walk out, they were all in a tent and they handed out each of the Lombardis to different Patriots players, and then the handlers kind of walked away and trusted them to <laughs> do whatever. 
Well, that's okay. So that's your biggest mistake. Never trust Gronk with a Lombardi trophy because <laughs> or apparently anything, a child, uh, <laughs> just a six pack. So I guess Edelman started taking a baseball and pitching it because he was going to throw out the first pitch. That was part of the ceremony. Was okay. Edelman was going to throw out the first pitch at the Red Sox game. So Edelman said, "I need to practice. Someone go catch for me." And yeah. someone stand in as the batter. And for some reason, they chose Gronk to stand in as the batter. And what was Gronk holding? A Lombardi trophy. <laughs> so what did Gronk do? He swung at the pitch. He used it like a baseball bat. And he dented the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> I hope it was the one where they beat the Falcons. I hope it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. God bless. God, I, I hope, hope it is so. too. I hope it is too. That's the one that should be dented. You know, when okay. you have six of those, I guess you can be pretty... Yeah, willy-nilly. Willy-nilly, carefree, yeah. devil-may-care with those trophies. You... Overindulged <laughs> sons of bitches! Are you kidding me? Yeah, using it like a. If we had, if we had, we have one in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. If we had another one, it would be laser protected <laughs> behind a laser net, constantly with a with a high voltage light shining on it. And that's what your dream is. Bart. That's why, well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I envision it. Sitting at the fifty at Arrowhead all year. <laughs> And you can you can walk around it in just a circle. On the visiting team side. Yeah, and there's a, just a line of humans, like ants, coming into the stadium, walking around it, viewing it, and walking out, kind of like when they viewed uh, Stalin's body. Just this never-ending line of humans walking by to look at it. They should just put it on the fifty-yard line, and you have to play around it. I'm fine with that too. I'm. I will discuss that as an option. You're open to. I'm open to talking about oh, wow. that. Oh, wow, yeah. Hmm. Um, so anyway, the, the NHL playoffs are going on. The NBA playoffs are going on. But we've got two months of those, so give me a break. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not even going to talk about it. I, don't even, I hate even calling them playoffs because it's not the playoffs. To me, it's not the playoffs until you get down to the East Finals and West Finals. Yes. And then the Finals. Then it's more exciting. Well, then they're playing both ends of the court. Then they care. Yeah, I know. <laughs> these, so many of these games have been like not close either. Oh, my God. It's, they're, they're, it's, not even... it's such a ridiculous – it's just a shooting display, which – don't get me wrong. I like offense. Mm-hmm. It's not like I need defense, but but I do want you to play both sides of the court. Like the other night, uh, I forget which game it was. I think it was the uh, Warriors and Clippers. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the Warriors had thir- 38, 40 points in the first quarter. Uh-huh. First quarter. Is that the one where the Clippers came back? They came back by They came back 30. 31 points. That yes. was amazing. That was the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was on the road. This month anyway. It was on the road. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a shocker. I love seeing Warriors fans just <laughs> defeated cuz it's so rare. Well, and they so. they have gotten a real they've gotten real cocky. Yeah. Real arrogant. Because they've got all these titles now, and their team looks under you know their team looks like a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're they're just full of all kinds of Everybody's wondering if Durant's going to leave and go to the Knicks, you know, for a one-year contract, and and uh, I think he's going to go. I think it would. I mean, only because you know Durant is, um, you know, uh, likes to be. He's not the number one guy on that team. He's not the face of that team. Yeah. Even though he won MVP, like he's an incredible. Like he is the asset. He is a, the ringer. One mm-hmm. of the reasons why they win those championships. Yeah. But that bench is so deep. Like it's clear that he doesn't feel uh, important in that city. And you that's know, crazy to me because he's clearly one of the finest players in the in the league. For all of us, and and for everybody else, it's just like you. I don't know. See, this is where. Uh, I get I get uh, frustrated because it is a team sport, and if you check your ego, 
It's well, uh, Coach Wooden, the greatest basketball coach ever to ever coach the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I think he said it best. He goes, "You'd be amazed at what you can accomplish if you don't worry about who gets the credit." Yeah, and and you know when you have a team of five, mm-hmm. make it about the five, not about the one or the two, mm-hmm. and you no one will ever stop you. Yeah, but that's how this shit gets derailed. Well, these yeah. fucking egos get hello laid. jimmy butler is like the clearest example of that and like he's like i'm gonna go to philadelphia and then like they just congrats look, yeah good luck with that i don't think they're gonna go further than the next round and I lebron mean, uh, yeah you could there's some things about that situation yeah <laughs> well lebron wants to be in movies that's why he's here you know yeah but and his, and his family i give him i, I know why he's here yeah i mean yeah. i definitely think it would be cool if him and his son both get to play in the league at the same time i think that oh would be wow could you next imagine level that would be so that would be next great. level yeah. crazy you i don't know have i has that ever happened i don't think so definitely well no. did, oh i guess uh ken griffey was managing when ken griffey jr was playing yes is that right yeah but that's the only that's as close as i've seen it yeah that's definitely i mean Never. No, it's never. Happened. Wow, that yeah. would be a first. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because I mean, cool. I think it could have happened uh, if Michael Jordan had played a little bit longer, but his son never made it into the NBA. I can't even imagine being Michael Jordan's son anyway, or LeBron's son trying to get into the NBA. Like, yeah. it's like you know, you're all you're obviously everybody's already watching you from the time you're in middle school playing. Yeah. So and the that's pressure the thing, that is true. Uh, Abraham Lincoln has a great quote about that. It says. He said, uh, it doesn't matter how tall your grandfather was, everybody has to do their own growing. Yeah. Meaning, you know, I'm glad Michael Jordan's your dad, but what do you got? Yeah. And and that's easier said than done because if you are Michael Jordan's son, everybody's looking at you like, dazzle me. Yeah. Where they might be looking at the other kid next to you and yeah. they, they don't have the same expectation. No. It's, it is a little unfair. Yeah. But you still got to do your own growing. You got to be your own. You got to be your own person. <laughs> Yeah, it's a. I always think about that with my my friend Dolph Ziggler, who I've been doing all these shows with. Like when I started stand up, nobody knew who I was. When he started, he was famous, and sure. like having to go up on stage with those expectations, mm-hmm. ugh! Like you can't just bomb willy nilly like you're supposed to when you start. Totally, you have to. And totally, like when I go when I first went on stage, everybody just assumed it was for bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was con- what? understandable. What Chandler just spit her drink out? I don't what? know why. I don't know. I completely Why agree. Why would you? You just spit your drink. I'm out still on your shocked computer. that you're not on tour doing just the bodybuilding and karate, <laughs> and then a little comedy. <laughs> you know, even though the body, but when you take your shirt off, that's when most people laugh. But that's not your closer. That's not your closer. And I feel like that's rude. <laughs> Uh, I do like I do like when families stay in like the same when like uh you know growing up a Braves fan we had Skip Carey who was our announcer and his father was obviously Harry Carey from yeah, the Cubs sure. and now uh Skip's son Chip Carey is our announcer so it's like we've had like two generations of the same announcer but three generations in baseball which is like incredible you know like you're like i guess i'm born with this voice so i have to (laughs) do something with it but when you're that embedded in in color commentary like how would you not grow up learning to do that you embrace it i think uh joe buck same way Mm -hmm. right yeah you know you and listen if you grow up around it you witness it you see it and you have someone in your life that is you know top of their game Mm -hmm. that can mentor you and and bring you along yeah, you're gonna you're gonna slide right into it. Probably, yeah. it's almost like it's predestined 
to have it, especially if you have a desire. You know, if you don't have any desire for it, you're wasting everybody's time. Yeah. But if you have a desire for it, if you do appreciate it, if you do love it, mm-hmm. then why not? You yeah. Know, why not go down the same path? Why not do the family business? Right. It's like you followed in your father's footsteps of... Of, of, of He-Man uh, competitions. <laughs> World's strongest man. World's strongest man, where we pull buses with our teeth. (laughs) Yeah. And we lift kegs and we throw them over high bars. You just started doing comedy as like a side gig. I kind of just stumbled into it, but I don't don't care Mm -hmm. about it really. But when you retired from bodybuilding is when you could really focus on it. Yeah. And semi-retired, please. (laughs) (laughs) There's always time, you know? You have your whole life to be a bodybuilder, you know? There's no need to do it too, when you're too young. Well, I just worry sometimes that the bodybuilding is going to get in the way of the karate. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's going to... Yeah, you can't be too bulky it's in gonna, karate. Right? And it'll, really re- it'll reduce the flexibility. Right now, obviously, I can do the splits. I can kick up over the top of my head. Yeah. And I don't want to lose that. Right. I just don't want to lose that with sheer muscle. Yeah. So I try to keep the... I don't lift as much, meaning I don't lift anymore at all. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> try to balance it with not stretching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You I do lift. I lift a big, heavy, uh, and a lot of mashed potatoes, <laughs> chicken, mashed Those potatoes, are heavier than and they mac look. and cheese. If you get the right mac and cheese, that can be heavy. <laughs> Just you and <laughs> Phil Mickelson doing high kicks <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> this is my life. Just golfers that should have retired doing high kicks for no reason. <laughs> Come on, man. Where are you going? Uh, we're going to go down to the to the forum tonight. See, we're going to do some high kicks. Uh, <laughs> should be fun. Uh, another thing I just want to bring up. Yeah, bring it up. Uh, the schedule came out this uh, last week, the NFL schedule. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. Oh, I've, already, know. I've already selected some of my home games. Oh, you have? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Which ones are you going? I'm thinking about going back to Arrowhead uh, on November 3rd for the Kansas City-Minnesota game. Oh, yeah. Uh, because Nick Swartzen, a uh, good buddy of mine, mm-hmm. talks a tremendous amount of shit. Yep. And he's a fun guy to watch a game with. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, he's big time Viking mm-hmm. and I'm big time chief. And I was like, you come to my city, fool. And we'll, I'll get you. Into, I'll take you to the game and we will do this right. And so I might take Swartzen with me. I'm going to have to talk to him because the Falcons open up against the Vikings. Oh, nice. Yeah. So maybe I'll talk you gotta, to him. You got to talk to him. Yeah. Right, is it up in Minnesota or is it in Atlanta? I think it's in uh, Minnesota. And then our opening game is against Philadelphia in Atlanta. Ooh, yeah. I'm talking, you know, the, the thing about the NFL, mm-hmm. 16 games, the first Three or four games matter in a in a way you can't imagine because it does set the tone for the rest. You either come out if you come out four and zero, you you know you're you're a, you're a predestined playoff team. Mm-hmm. If you come out three and one, you're looking great. Two and two, you even anything less than that, yeah. And it, you're kind of like, well, I guess this season we're all going to conserve <laughs> our energy. And you know, it's just really hard to come yeah. back if you're if you don't start out right. Yeah. Those ga- those early games, people are like, whatever, it's September. No, it it didn't matter on a deep level. Mm-hmm. So Well, when the schedule came out, the the Falcons kind of won apparently they won the schedule release uh, video competition, which wasn't a competition until the Falcons <laughs> released their video, which was a whole um uh I guess parody or uh of of the Game of Thrones entrance, <laughs> the Game of Thrones opening sequence. So they did a whole thing where uh, all the stadiums were being built and like a falcon was kind of flying around to different places. And they did this thing where 
uh, a, a ram comes in and uh, headbutts a saint, uh-huh. uh, and, and uh, the referee does not call it. <laughs> <laughs> so they totally trolled on the saints which i loved you I know love because it. the saints are our biggest rival so yeah. i was like yeah let's do it let's oh just remind God. everybody of that before we lose to the saints <laughs> <laughs> well i tell you what your nfc south is tough it's tough it's tough it's gonna be very tough and we have another offensive coordinator this year uh who's coming back. I believe he was there before Dan Quinn got there. So it's going to be an interesting draft. That's why I'm excited to go to Nashville this week for the draft and just kind of see. I want to hear the, I want a full report. I will. Yeah. I want I will full, give you a full uh, and our listeners want a full report as well, because uh, I'm sure you're going to see and hear things down there. Yeah. I got my and finger on the pulse of Nashville. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. But I also want you to observe for me, do me a favor, really, See if you can. I, I'm so curious to about fan reactions when teams pick players that the fans Aww. don't think they should have picked. Yeah, because they unload yes. on their team and the team management and the GMs and the coaches, and it's just so much fun to watch. Like I've seen it when they announce and go. You know, in the first first round, the Buffalo Bills pick. You know, Neil Jackson. <laughs> Neil Jackson, <laughs> fuck this, not the that. They, they just who is that? Go to hell! <laughs> and they're pulling their hair out, mm-hmm. and it's the really one of the most pleasing things yeah, ever. I know. I know because it's usually the team is moderately right. Yeah, especially when people are that irate. I remember last year when the Cowboys. It was in Dallas last year, and the Cowboys selected Vandercheck first, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What?" <laughs> And then he ended up making yeah. like stellar plays. Like he's the, him he's the, the best yes. linebacker they yeah. got. Yeah. yeah. For it got them into the playoffs for yeah. sure. It yeah. was not Dak Prescott. <laughs> no offense to any of the Sydney's or Dak fans who are listening. Um, well, listen, uh, friends, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. And Gary, thank you for being sort of sober. Thank you guys for having me back. It was uh, it was a weird run there. You guys had me uh, taking a shit for two weeks, yep. and then I was in jail the following week. <laughs> it's but, not us, Gary. That's, that's on you. <laughs> that's a good point. It was tough. What Chandler just said, in case you didn't hear, is we can't all be heroes, Gary. Unless your name's Rob Riggle or Sarah Tiana. And then you can be a hero every day, friends. Yeah. Then you have. To, it's a struggle. That's right. To not be a hero. I'm glad you're out of the shitter. I'm glad you're out of jail. And uh, Gary, it's good to see your stupid face, Chandler. Well, I rest my case. Chandler, Chandler just put has her covered, hair in front has of her, covered face. her face she looks with like her hair. It from so she looks the like Adam's the family. It from the thank you. <laughs> and um, you just summed it up for me. Thank you, Chan. Uh, Sarah, so much fun hanging with you. Have a great time in Nashville. Thank you. All right. And for uh, Riggle's picks, I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs>